Blog Talk Radio. Ladies, let's talk with Coach Gina, a weekly radio show for the working woman. We cover topics such as family, life skills, wellness, and business. You can catch us every Wednesday live from 8 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At any time, click on the archives to listen to a previous episode. We are glad you have joined us. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. Here's your host, Coach Gina Brown. Welcome, everyone, to Ladies Let's Talk. I am thrilled to be here. We are in the month of March for it's Women History Month. There's a lot of activity going on with women empowerment and learning, teaching, growing opportunities, and Ladies Let's Talk is a great platform to help contribute to that. Uh, having said that, I am uh, thrilled to have our guest on. She is all the way from at the Georgia area, not so much Atlanta. She can identify exactly where she's at. But um, Dr. BJ, as she goes by, is a wonderful leader, teacher, pastor, spiritual leader, and really knows how to lead women, and she's going to share some of her golden nuggets. Oh, yeah, there's going to be one or two that you'll walk away with, and I'm so thrilled to have her and invite her to the show. Welcome, Pastor EJ. Thank you, Coach Gina. I'm I'm just really excited to be here tonight. Yes, there's a lot going on. So um, one of the things that is near and dear, uh, this show is for women, and our listening audience are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, just working mothers, and business women, and everyone's busy. But, you know, we tend to lack in confidence uh, in certain areas of our life. And so today's show is about women walking in their power, empowerment, and um, so one of the things that I'm really curious who was the person that helped shape or mold you and build your confidence? Wow, that's that's a very good question. Most, uh, it was my mother. My mother. My mother um, was a domestic, um, which for those in 2015 that doesn't know what a domestic is, it is a, a woman that works in the homes of others by cleaning and caring for their kids. Uh, they, now they're called nannies or, or things of that nature. But she was a domestic. And I can recall when uh, I was about five years old, I was preparing. She knew that I would be going to kindergarten. And the person that she worked for, Coach Gina, she, uh, her daughter had a birthday as well. My mother requested that day off. And the her employer said that she couldn't have that day off because it was her daughter's birthday. And my mother explained to her, uh, as I was there with her, she explained to her that uh, she asked for the day off. She would come in, do the prep for the other for the other child, but she had to leave. The employer was, was not hearing it at all. And I remember my mother uh, taking off her apron 
and folding it and putting it in her purse, grabbed my hand, and we went and sat at the back of the bus and went home. Mm. She went back to school in the evenings, gained her um, certification in um, doing income tax, and to me, she was my first um, view of an entrepreneur. And she became very well-known in our community, and that was what she did. She made a decision that she was going to take her power back at that moment. And so she really molded me and, and showed me that it was important to know who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, that gave me chills. Man, yeah, that, that was, was a decision. That was a major decision. Oh, yeah. Was she a was a decision. Faced right at the at the crossroad, do I do I stay? You know, I know I need the income. This is how I'm make providing for my family. However, my child is way more important at this time for you know than this you know this. And she's making me choose over my. And he's like, no, right. And of course, I had no idea of the magnitude of that moment, uh, but it instilled so much in me. Even today, even today, when I think of uh, Women's History Month, I always think of that decision, as you said, that impactful decision, which truly molded my life. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Women, women, we all influence and not really, you're not even aware of the impact you make on decisions and choices and people are watching and observing and it really, really, um, people are watching it and it makes a difference. It's so powerful. So it let me does, ask it you really what, Let me ask you this. What have you found to be one of the factors which cause women to feel powerless? Well, one of the major factors, uh, Christina, that I've seen which attempt to cause them to be powerless or to feel weak is the feeling of low self-esteem or not allowing themselves to establish self-worth. I've found as I've traveled, many have allowed themselves to become attached or identified with the name they were called or the season in their life or, or which they were found because they don't realize understand that where I was or where you found me, it doesn't mean that was a chapter in my life and it does not it is not my completed memoir. It is not the end of my story. You may have found me um, coming out of divorce. You may have found me in a state of depression. You may have found me um, feeling feeling bad. But to place that mantle upon me and to make me feel as though, or try to create in me, the feeling is that I, I'm, I'm just not good enough. Uh, my self-worth, uh, they may feel the marriage didn't work because of them, or the, I, I didn't keep the job because of this. You know, I'm trying to be a good mother, but why are my kids, you know, acting out? So I think that feeling of self-worth, uh, uh, low self-worth, uh, low self-esteem, and not measuring up, I found that, so often, and it's really a facade. It's not true. It's not true. But when some words or names or situations are impacting upon your life over and over and over again, pound and go deep uh, within your heart, within your mind, within your soul. 
So that's what I'm seeing as I travel. Mm-hmm. And so you brought it up, so I'm going to ask. So you travel, you travel and you speak, and who are you speaking to? Well, I'm speaking to men and women, but uh, mostly women, organizations, groups, churches. Uh, God has allowed me this great platform and this great opportunity to share, excuse me, to share through him how you can regain your power, how you can, as the scripture of our organization, Women of Power, is and you shall receive power. And after this, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. My important Two good words in there is so important. After this. And I think we need to realize that there is an after this. And that's what I, I see. I, I, I love what I do. It gives me an opportunity to motivate. It gives me an opportunity to inspire. And it gives me an opportunity to go within the person, allow them to remove the mask in a safe place. And let's deal with it. As you say, let's talk about it. And, and able to share. But you, 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 you've got to be very cautious and careful of how we present to them um, because we can either harm with words or we can heal with words. My assignment, my ministry, is to heal with words. One of, on one of my um, websites on PastorBJ.org, uh, known as the Lady Leader, that she opened her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. It, it's so important, uh, Kosia, the way we approach uh, people, women, and meet them where they are. You said kindness, right? I beg your pardon? You said kindness, right? Yes, yes. To, oh, to make sure I heard you correctly. Mm-hmm. Words of wisdom and kindness. Would you agree that we're missing that element in the major, major mainstream society? I believe we are because we we began to build walls. We begin to seclude ourselves, and we have been kind to someone, and they were not kind to us. So what we've done is we say, oh, well, I will never do that again. I'll never buy another card. I've never said another thank you because when I did it, they did this to me or they did that. It's not important what they do. It's important of what you do, and that's where the healing process begins. hmm Yes, and do do you find that as you have a conversation like this, as it's leading to empowerment, that they even uh, connect the dots of a healing to their power? Do they even associate one with the other? It's a process, Christina, it's a process, because so many many have have heard their story but not really listened to their story. The key factor is getting someone, getting in a position where you actually hear their heartbeat, hear the wound, hear, as I said uh, before, hear the wounded warrior, or hear the brokenness within them. Don't just listen to their story and chalk it up as, a, uh, you know, another person going through something. If we can we can get so um, nonchalant, but we need to be in a position where we actually hear. You know, I, I hear your silent cry. You know, I, I, I'm listening to what you're telling me, but I also hear what's behind the hurt, what's behind the the, 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 the smile. Because some, some smiles are painted on every morning, and we go into our offices, and we're, well, good morning, how are you today? It's wonderful and great. 
And we are literally, literally withering away inside. Somebody needs to actually hear that, actually hear that. Yeah. So so to a woman who's listening right now and she's listening to you and she, and she says, man, that's me, and I don't know what to do about it because I don't trust anybody. So what would you tell her to do? The first thing I would say and I, 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 to, to our audience tonight, I would say do a self-evaluation. Stop blaming yourself. Get a, uh, a a vision board or or a piece of paper, your your iPad, whatever. Begin to write down about you. And this may take when you're in a spot, when you're in a place. This may take a moment, but actually go within yourself and write down some of the great things about you. Not just uh, I'm, I'm not weighing what I what I want to weigh, or I'm not looking the way I want to look. I'm not talking about your outer appearance. Look what's inside of you. I am a kind person. I am a a, 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 a spirit, soul, and mind. I'm a part, a part of me wants to do better. A part of me will do better. You know, I speak well. I'm not saying your voice, your tone. But I speak well to others. And on, the, and on this other note, write down some things that you wish to change about yourself and began to make the step to change it. How do you make that step after self-evaluation? Then we start to uh, move into a project. The Lord gave me something this year. was direct, project, and connect. I believe that this year there are women out that are listening now that will be directed to the right person, the right situation, the right occupation, uh, that has been designed just for you. God is going to direct you to do that. Along with that, he's going to connect you with like-minded people, people that not, will not molest or rape your dreams, that will not cause you to feel as though you are not good enough. He's going to connect you with like-minded people or someone that can encourage you. And he's going to project you. He's going to uh, expose you. Uh, as I said um, before, he's going to expose uh, the anonymous. There are those of us that have great gifts, wonderful talents, uh, great words of wisdom themselves, but you have not had the opportunity to be exposed to a platform. I believe this is the year that this is going to happen for you. So a lot of the things that you're going through are really distractions. It to cause you not to go forth and to make you feel like your dream or your vision is not uh, operable. But I come to you tonight and say that it is. You can walk in power. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And those were some great practical tools to use. I know that when you hurt, sometimes you're in such despair, you're just hopeless, right? And there's so many people maybe even near you and you can feel feel their positive energy and you just want to grab a piece of it just to lift yourself up. And um, I want to encourage the listeners to really take this seriously. Even if you're doing fine, you you need to edify yourself. I mean, 
encourage yourself. You know, we see, there's some songs right. about that. And and the joy, the bounciness, your pep in your step, the the swiftiness, your creativity, all of that good stuff will start oozing out of you when you get out of the drums of doubt, despair, can't, you know, negative self-talk, all of that. Like you said, those are distractions. They really are. They really are. Um, in 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 my life, uh, if someone needs to know where you've been, because uh, right now you see my now, but you didn't see my then. Um, um, I had experienced many challenges, which would have caused me or anyone else not to walk in this power I speak about. Um, being a woman in ministry, I've been in ministry now close to 30 years. It wasn't very popular then. I sustained a lot of ridicule because, you know, I wasn't a member of the old boys club. You know, I dealt with depression. My mother was murdered here uh, in Atlanta. She was a pastor, the death of my parents. I'm a breast cancer survivor. And I had to learn to walk again at the age of 30 years old due to major spinal surgery. I experienced a silent heart attack and cardiac arrest. So, yes, there were times. So I don't want anybody to think that because Dr. BJ, Lady Leader, is on talking now that she's always had it together. No, she has not. And there are times now where I have to provoke myself, like you just said a moment ago, encourage yourself. I have to provoke myself to continue to walk in power because the challenges will come. The distractions will come. The trials will come. But uh, as my mother did, I had to make a decision. And I believe that there are women out there, somebody listening tonight, that really wants to make a decision. Like you said, they're tired. They're tired. They're frustrated. They've had enough. You know, I've tried this. It didn't work. I tried that. It didn't work. Uh, But I tell you, don't keep fighting the battle. Keep fighting the battle. And I believe that with that um, tenacity that so many of us have, we have that tenacity to, to, oh, I can do this even when it seems like we can't, or even when we feel like we can't. So I, I, I would encourage you, if you, have, if you are or have experienced challenges, to give it another try. Don't give up. The best is yet to come. Yes. And just believe in that and stand in that truth. Yes. Yes. Stand firm. But, um, Dr. BJ, I'm going to ask you another question here. I asked a lot already. But uh, what tools do you use to emphasize value in women from all walks of life? So, you know, everyone's coming from different backgrounds. You shared a few things. Are there any others? I I believe uh, uh, a great tool that you've placed in my hand is um, in order to impart and pour the reality of value into the lives of women. It's so important to me that I uh, make them realize, uh, cause them to realize, provoke them to realize uh, how important and valuable their life is. And that's done by, again, the ability to listen to their heartbeat. You know, not only hear their plea or their plight, but to listen to the tone of their testimony and, and, and the murmur of their, of their heartbeat, of their ministry, 
of their uh, job. You know, what's really going on? Uh, encouraging, enlightening, enlightening, and empowering women is such an awesome assignment, Coach Gina. Uh, women of Power provides a safe place. Uh, each weekend, each third weekend in March, we provide a safe place during our annual Women's Weekend where women all across the country converge upon Atlanta. They come to be restored. They come to be refreshed, replenished, and rejuvenated. Uh, another tool we use is uh, the Walking Five Blog Talk Radio. It delivers uh, powerful interviews with powerful people to speak weekly into the lives of women. And some of those women that we uh, promote on that program, they probably never felt that they were a powerful woman. And yet they do have a story. They have something that someone can listen to and could take something from it. We also have another tool that's the Extra Women of Power magazine, which shares articles and submissions from our contributors. And they pour into the uh, subscribers from mediation specialists to recipes and to hu- uh, you know, even humor. You know, we need to laugh. We need to laugh. We need to have fun. Um, I tease them. I say, I really don't care for amusement parks. I, I amuse myself. I crack myself up. We got to get to the point where we can laugh and have fun. And so, go, I mean, just listening, listening and, and finding out who who is really my neighbor. Who is that? Girl? Right? Who is that lady? Who is that Oh, woman? my gosh. Who, where did that whole really? uh, Where did that go? <laughs> that went out the window, man. I used to, I grew yeah, up knowing yeah. my neighbors in the neighborhood and at least for like wow. three blocks radius, at right. least. Um, you know, who's who, what's well, where the work schedule was, what the kids were, went to school. Right. And now everyone goes in their house and clink, clink. That's you it. don't see That's them it. till the next day. Right. Right. So we're, it's an isolation. Isolated. Secluded. I mean, how can, if it takes more than one, uh, if it takes a village to raise, to rear a child, then the village needs to be visible. You know, who's in the village? You don't even know who's in the village anymore. So I think, you know, tools like that to actually actually touch, be attainable, be, be obtainable, and be reachable, you know, so that people don't mind sharing with you. And, oh, and when they share, please keep that confidence. Don't share with others uh, what someone has told you in confidence. If you want to shut somebody down, that is one of the, the most harmful ways because if a person finally, coaching, I mean finally, gets the nerve, the strength to open up, let's not just make that a part of conversation, you know, with the girls in the office. Let's not do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. That is one of the, uh, it's a defeat. You feel defeated. Finally have the courage right. to share and you did, you were vulnerable, you were authentic, you were real, and someone took advantage. You just feel violated, right, really. Right. You feel violated. Mm-hmm. 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 So, awesome. We're going to take a quick commercial break, come right back, and we have some more talking to do just right after these messages. Spring is officially here. But before you get started with your spring cleaning, perhaps another matter deserves some dusting off, like that long-term financial plan. 
If you haven't started already, now is the time to begin saving for your retirement, no matter what your age. If retirement is near, you'll want to jump into the fast lane right away. If you're younger and retirement seems a lifetime away, it's still in your best interest to begin saving now, as the magic of compound interest will work to your advantage. Experts agree that saving when you're young will make a world of difference when the time comes to draw on your retirement savings. Don't just take our word for it. You can check out the numbers yourself using Social Security's online retirement estimator at www.socialsecurity.gov estimator. That's www.socialsecurity.gov estimator. Do you have a hard time getting your marketing message out there? When you give incentives to your buyer, it makes working with you easier. Eight out of ten women entrepreneurs are troubled by lack of reach and exposure. Advertise on Ladies Let's Talk. Go to CoachGina.com. That's Coach, J-E-A-N-N-A.com to get your introductory special. Be heard and be seen. CoachGina.com. And we're back. Welcome to Ladies Let's Talk with Coach Gina. My name is Gina Brown, your host. And today our guest is Dr. BJ. She is an entrepreneur, pastor, and has a whole bunch of titles. She's very, very inspirational to not only individuals but particularly to women. And we're just having a great time, and our time is running out. So, uh, Dr. BJ, I do want to talk about your organization, uh, Women of Power. It's in its 17th year. That's a long run. That's Anything long that time. lasts over five years is doing good, especially now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the secret sauce? What, you, what have you been doing? How's that happen? How did you keep it going? We've been real. We've been real. The Lord has allowed women of power to remain a vital force in this land, and I believe this is because we're real. I always say a person can smell a fake at least three uh, three states away. With women of power, the integrity and character of women of power can be felt confidence away. We're real. We come together. We encourage each other, and we love each other. We meet the women where they are, and we allow them to come into a safe environment, an environment where they can take off a mask, be transparent. Uh, women of power is, is an environment where, where a, a leader, a lady leader, can come and share her bag, and then a lay per, a, a, a lay person or a person that is not in leadership can come and share their bag, and we all work on it together through the grace of God. But I, I think it's the love that we share and the uh, and the realness. But you can tell when someone is real, and we're we're getting ready again. And I said our, our women's weekend is coming up, and we're just so excited about it. And our theme this year is matters of the heart. Uh, Proverbs mm-hmm. four twenty three says, "Above all else, whatever you do, guard your heart. For everything you do, flows. Uh, everything you do flows from it, or out of it come the issues of life." So we're going to be talking about guarding, protecting, and securing our hearts. I love that. Do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration, uh, women in business, as it relates to staying strong, staying, keeping their Spiritual groundedness, you know, firm. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I would say your work ethic should reflect should reflect 
your spiritual character. Your work, your work ethic should reflect your spiritual character. When you when you're on the job, you're on the job. When you're doing the work of the Lord, you're doing the work of the Lord. Don't take that time and don't take that time and use the grace and the favor that's been given to you on that job uh, by mishandling your uh, the way you carry yourself, the way you speak. Uh, we're all going to get angry at one time or another, but remember, you're in an atmosphere where you are being watched, uh, you're being observed. You be that beacon of light because everybody's not going to walk in somebody's church. But while you're on that job, that's your assignment. So just mm-hmm. let your let your work ethic uh, reflect your your spiritual character. We have one minute left. How can we get in touch with you, or follow you, or be in your community? Uh, you can connect with me uh, on my website, women-of-power.org, women-of-power.org, or my um, outreach website is pastorbj.org. That's pastorbj.org. Connect with me on Facebook at BJ, Pastor BJ or BJ Relaford, Twitter, Women of Power, the number one, or Pastor BJ at Pastor BJ. Perfect. You've been a jewel. Thank you for uh, joining us on this episode this evening and look forward to staying connected with you um, and following all the great things that you're doing to share and empower women. Thank you, Christina. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We'll see you next week on Ladies Let's Talk with Coach Gina. Remember to smile. It's good for the soul.